Hello and welcome to the High View Podcast, a gospel-centered conversation exploring theology, culture, and life in the local church. I am your host, Tyler Sweat, the pastor of Connection and Community at High View Church, and I am here with several, several special guests today. We've got Pastor Josh, who's been a regular. What's up, guys? We have two new guests. They're church members here at High View, and uh, they're also college students. One's about to graduate, and one's just getting started. We have Nick Lonis. What's cracking? And Kendall Powers. Hey, y'all. How are you guys doing today? We're pretty good. I'm, well, I'm pretty good. I'm swell. Thanks for having swell. me. Swell? That's awesome. Very cool. We've been uh, chatting today about our college ministry here at Highview Church that we call Highview Movement. Uh, just kind of wrapped up the first year being on campus at a local university and uh, did some pretty cool things this year, I think. We ended up with a pretty powerful worship night that we uh, got to see several students that were not part of Highview Church come and, and uh, build some connections there. So we're pretty excited about what God has in the future for our church with college students. But I wanted to get you guys in on the podcast today to talk about what what hindrances, what challenges uh, we often find on the college campus with faith. So from the perspective of students, I want to hear from you guys what things are uh, troublesome to college students, as well as for local churches, how can we better engage the college campus? So what I want to do first off, uh, just you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves. What's, what's your experience with college? Where are you at in life? Just introduce yourselves. Well, um, I guess I'll go first. Um, my kind of college experience has not been your typical college experience. Like, um, let's see, I graduated high school in 2016, and um, then I just took like a year and a half off trying to figure stuff out, like figure life out. And I still don't have it figured out, but I got to the point where I needed to go back to school or at least go to school in the first place. And so I just finished up my uh, freshman year of college, even though I'm a couple years behind, but better late than never. Um, yeah. So Nick, you took a like couple gap years out to work right. and all that stuff. That's cool. I think that's a little, a um, little more common these days than it has been. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, Kendall, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm born and raised here in Carrollton, Georgia, but um, I am a senior in at the University of West Georgia. I nice. also took a year off to go and play in Disney World, but um, I'm graduating this July, and with a degree, I'm a double I'm a double major in business management and marketing. So, nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, my college career has been something really interesting. I was. Um, I came into college not knowing really what to expect, kind of got um, pushed into it, like going to West Georgia by my dad, but I'm very, very thankful that I did that. But um, it's given me a lot of opportunities to like meet new people and just um, not really like live the typical like college lifestyle, but I've been able to like be engaged with students that who are and like to see what that lifestyle does to someone. I failed to mention that we have a dog in, in the <laughs> studio today. Yeah, her name is Willow. She's my yeah. new puppy. She got an Instagram account. Oh, yeah, man. the mini adventures of Willow. Go follow her. Oh my wow. goodness! Just like that. <laughs> Shameless plug. This dog Shameless has more Instagram followers than I do. <laughs> um, so obviously, you guys both mentioned we have uh, a university pretty close to us, University of West Georgia, and so we try to engage that uh, that campus through our college ministry. And there's several local churches. Uh, but what I want to talk about primarily today is the, the, the challenges that students will face as they go from maybe they grew up in church, maybe they grew up in a Christian home. Um, then they end up on a college campus where there's a lot more freedom. 
There's other voices from you know professors, other students speaking into their life and their worldview. So just tell me from your own experience, also you guys are interacting with college students daily. What do you think is the biggest challenge for students that are leaving high school as Christians going into college? Well, I think one of the biggest things that um, students really run into is like finding their identity and who they're going to be in cam- like on college campus. Because like if you go like you like for me, for example, I went to a small Christian school. So I graduated with 17 people in my class. But then you have other people who graduate from like schools like Alexander or like Carrollton who graduate with like 600 to 1000 students in their graduating class. But even that is a small number compared to how many students are on the campus of a major yeah. university. So um, you're one in close to 16,000 people. So um, just trying to find where they fit in is probably one of the biggest struggles that you see. And so if you don't get in with the right crowd at the beginning, then you're going to be really messed up at the in the long run. Very cool. Nick, what, what's your perspective as a, a guy? You know, you took a couple of years off. You're going in a little bit older than some of the other students. Right. What have you seen with, with freshmen kind of coming in? Man, all I could say is, like, if I was a freshman, like, right out of high school going to college, like, it wouldn't have been good for me. Like, I was, and I'm still (laughs) immature, but, like, man, right out of high school, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on, and, like, you just, you have all this freedom, like you said, and, you know, very little supervision, it's just a, it's just a campus full of bad ideas, Mm. man, like, you can just really get carried away with it, and so I'm really thankful that God kind of took me a different route and, and brought me in a little bit later. Um, sure. But no, it uh, it's an incredible like opportunity, but at the same time it has um, some really big challenges. And like Kendall said, the, the identity part of it, like what major to choose and like, you know, what you're kind of going to do in college because you want to experience it and have fun too. But no, like that, I think I agree with Kendall, just finding out who like who you are, and, like, who you're going to become. And I think can really be um, really be challenging, but yeah, I've got a question for you guys. I'm kind of piggybacking off of this identity issue a little bit. If you guys could, like, you know, talk to your 16 year old self, like pre college self, how would you, what advice would you give yourself to prepare for the kind of onslaught, if you will, that comes against the Christian worldview? Maybe you're a young Christian and you, you know, you've never really been challenged in your faith. And your college has a unique way of, of making you um, really. <laughs> figure out why you believe what you believe and if you really believe it. So what advice would you give your younger self as you're kind of preparing uh, for that now that you know what it's like? Well, honestly, like I would just tell myself like, and from 16, I've, I've grown so much in my faith, but like just telling myself to rejoice in those kind of uh, just those tribulation and trials, like they're going to happen. So like I would tell myself not to, not to freak out about them and just to trust God with them um, because they're going to happen either way, but to, to be anchored um, in the gospel while you're in the midst of those struggles. For me, I would definitely tell myself to not push away the people in my life that I care so much about. And, um, and what I mean by that is uh, like my 16 year old self is completely different than who I am right now. And, um, and so the 16 year old self, I was running after the wrong things, chasing after completely terrible things. And, um, and it wasn't until honestly that like the church got involved that like my life started turning around and that did, that did happen my sophomore year of college. 
So, like, I wish that, like, myself now could, like, go back and talk to, like, little Kendall then and just tell her, be like, okay, hey, like, those things that you're chasing after aren't going to bring you the fulfillment that you're trying to, like, get right now. That's good. Um, so what what do you think is the the place of the local church on the college campus? Because you, you just mentioned that really one of the biggest influences on you was being connected to a uh, local church, which for you has been high view. Um, you know, there's a lot of kind of campus ministries. We talk about a lot of the things that are going on at West Georgia, but what, what's unique uh, about a local church being involved on their, on the college campus? Well, I think one thing that it brings is um, there all of the other campus organizations. There's over, like just on West Georgia campus alone, there's over 150. And then if you get to a bigger university, like um, like one of like the D1 schools, you have over like close to 500 student organizations. And so um, the the odds are that no local church is like plugged into any of those, even religious organizations. And so, I mean, like we're we're commissioned in the book of Matthew to go out and be the church and like to make disciples. And so that's one thing that is like that's one reason it's important for the local church to be on campus. Because like, what better of a like. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but like a field that you can be in because these students are coming. They're going to be there anywhere from four to six years. And you have them, if you can get them when they're freshmen, you have them for four years that you can train them, you can disciple them, and you can teach them how to be a disciple and how to disciple. And then they can be sent out. So like you're constantly having this influx of people that like people are going to go to college. So if the local church can get in on that, then that is just, it's a huge mission field for them. So would you say that the local church is kind of, um, that's uh, near a college, it's kind of like the college is a mission field that comes to us rather than us having to go to it because new students are coming in, you know, Mm -hmm. year by year and to take advantage of that reality that this is a mission field? Yeah, absolutely, I would. Um, I think that, like, there's oftentimes, especially with college students, they're often not, I wouldn't say neglected, but just overlooked in a lot of ways. Like, you have, like... Like your typical church has like a kid, call it not college ministry, um, a children's ministry, and then they have like adult Sunday school classes or something like that. And a lot of times, like the college kids are like pushed in with the adults, which absolutely they need to be because we need to be treated like adults because we are adults. But they also need something else. <laughs> they need something to like push them on. And so with like with the church being so close to campus, it gives it gives them a opportunity that other churches maybe not have. Is like that gives them a chance to go in and reach students where they're at without having to go everywhere else mm-hmm. yeah kind of adding on to that like the local church really brings um experience and perspective from so many different areas like you know these student organizations on campus like most of the college st- kids like they're in the same boat like they're roughly mm-hmm. the same age and like you bring a local church in and it brings community um that you can learn and really just you know be discipled and like just have that community with people that are that are different and yeah. whether that's people that are older than you and have been through college and like you know know what that kind of the dangers and and the benefits of that are and so you can kind of learn from them and just to have more people around you that um that really care about you yeah i, I think one of the things that i because I've, I've been out of college for like going on five years now um and so i re- looking back at my time in college i think well I know I wish that churches had been more involved on the campus uh, and in the lives of college students. I feel like there's a lot of churches that um, don't 
really choose to invest in college students because of the turnover, because you're like, well, I'll only get them for four years and then they're gone. Uh, but I, I totally agree with what you said, Kendall, like what better time to like take them, train them, disciple them, invest in them. And they're already going to naturally be sent out into some kind of field, some other, maybe they go back home and they, they take the gospel. Um, so I think one of the things we try to realize here at, at Highview is not that college ministry necessarily bulks up our numbers a ton, uh, which it, you know, we do reach a lot of college students, but we're not in it to like keep them. We're in it to actually speak into these young missionaries' lives that they're, whether they realize it or not, they're going to be sent out in, yeah. in about four or five years. So. Yeah. Absolutely. I think one of the great things for any you know young church that's thinking about getting into a college ministry to, to know about just the nature of college ministry is it regularly reminds your people um, about the the gospel and the reality mm-hmm. of you know it's not all about just our little church yeah because you, you're investing in a group of people that every four years is going to turn over and they're probably not going to be in your local church and it shows it yeah. gives you this bigger mission this great commission mission, if you will, and you can kind of see it in front yeah. of you, you know, where ske- seeds are scattered all over the place. Yep. It's very healthy for a local church to have, you know, their hands in college ministry. So I think one way that the local church can definitely um, serve the college students and um, one of the, like, beauties of it is, like, you got to think about it. A lot of these college students are coming from all over the state, and so yep. they don't have families. They don't have people that they can rely on. So, like, say, like, they're out and they get a flat tire. Like, they can't just call up mom and be like, hey, like, I know you're five hours away, but my tire's flat and I'm on the side of the road. Like, that's the beauty of what the local church is here for is, like, yeah. hey, like, we're here to do life with you. Like, shameless plug there but um but like like straight up like they come in and they can like wash your clothes like they can mentor you they can like give you dinner like I've had that happens on so many occasions that people have been like Kendall like you're a broke college student like come and eat dinner with us and I'm like okay yeah <laughs> sure yeah there, there are definitely those tangible ways I think when when we look at how can the church be invested on the college campus we immediately go to well we need a college ministry we need Bible classes for the college students. We need to have a worship night for the college students. It's like, yeah, we've, we've done those things. But I think what you just said is actually a better picture of the church operating as the church should operate, getting into their lives, meeting needs and doing it with Christ, doing that, meeting those needs with Christ, you know, centered attitudes and, and gospel motivated um, means. Yeah. From, from my personal experience, even though I'm from the West Georgia area uh, and have lived here for a while now, most of my life, um, I would not be like where I'm at today. And like the, you know, it sounds kind of bad, like the Christian that I would be like, I, I've grown so much because of high view and, um, and just what it kind of represents mm-hmm. in my life. Like it, it's a constant reminder of the gospel, whether it's through Sunday morning, um, worshiping and, and hearing, uh, the gospel preached and, or it's just people like, you know, meeting my needs and like s- serving me. Um, and it really paints a, a really beautiful picture of the local church because, like Kendall said, like it's not a lot of times it's just practical needs that are met, yeah. and you know, encouragement with the gospel always helps as well. Yeah. So, what would you say that the modern college student needs the most from from the church? Jesus. Jesus. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good answer. Good Sunday school Great answer. Great answer. <laughs> how How do you think? So I, I imagine a lot of people listening to this are either um, older, you know, co- they've either graduated, been through college, maybe they've never been to college, maybe they don't know how to interact with 
you know, college students, they're afraid to get caught up in all the uh, cultural, you know, stigmas that come with teenage to early 20 something people. Like maybe they're just afraid to connect with college students. What would you say to a person like that? Honestly, like really, like if if you're thinking about like wondering how to serve like college students better, it sounds really simple. Just offer them food. Offer them a meal because Word. chances are, from my experience, them, I'm, I'm gonna exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna come eat at your house. If you College people be hungry. They do, <laughs> and and we're broke. So yeah. I mean, yeah. that, and so that gives you an opportunity just to talk to them and, and you just want something more than ramen. Start. Yeah, cook right. them up some ramen noodles and invite them over. I love ramen noodles, man. Spicy chicken flavor, dude. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, all right. Well, what would you say to uh, college students if they're listening or maybe? Um, what, what advice would you give to a Christian who's on campus at a, at a local university, maybe not West Georgia, but somewhere in, in the United States that's struggling, that's, you know, bi- building friendships with the wrong sort of people. Um, they're, they're hearing voices from their professors. They're in kind of the thick of it. They don't know what to do. What advice would you give to, to that kind of college student? I think like the main thing that I would talk to them about is, um, and I've come into contact with a bunch of um, different girls that struggle with this, is just like, like I said, they're trying to find out who they are whenever they enter into college. So with that, like, if I could go and I could talk to every single like girl that is in guy, I guess, Nick, you could do that. But um, like we, like if I could go talk to this girl, like, and just tell them, hey, like, look, like, there is a church here and like there's there's churches everywhere especially here in like the bible belt but like all over everywhere you can find a church within like like driving distance or heck take an uber but um like find a local church get plugged in find someone to disciple you because like that is that is the way that you're going to be able to find friends like i never really honestly got plugged into like the school without being plugged into the church first. Like, that helped Mm. me get plugged into my school better. So, Kendall, what would you say to a young student that maybe they, you know, they're not local to the West Georgia area? We have a lot of students at West Georgia that obviously were local here, so they kind of already had a home church, possibly, and they just keep going there. But some of the students that, you know, come here from out of state, and maybe they would say, well, you know, I just plan on being connected to one of the ministries on campus. They're a young Christian. What would you say to a person that, that felt like, you know, look, I don't really want to find a local church here. Why is it important that they find a local church if they know they're only going to be here for four years? Well, I mean, like, scriptures are really clear that we're called to be in a community of believers and that we need to be inside of a church. Like, we need we need that governship, governship over us. We need someone looking out for us, and that's not going to be someone that's our age. And mm-hmm. so, like, when, um, because, like, for example, if I go tell my best friend who's my age that, hey, I'm struggling with this, but like she could also be struggling with that. We need people that are a little older than us that have walked through this stage of life already to come beside us and pull us in and say, hey, like th- I know this life, like part of life sucks, but you're going to be able to get through it. And like I feel like college is all always, always, always filled with that, those kind of experiences. So like that's like I would go and look at that person and say, hey, look, like I know that you have a church home, like back home, but how often are you going back? home like that's what I tell ask students all the time they're like I'll be like hey come to church with me and they're like oh well like I go to church like I have a church back home I'm like okay but if a semester is 15 weeks long and you go back home one week what are you gonna do like the rest of those 14 Sundays like you need a place to be able to like come and worship with like like like-minded like believers and like worship the one who created us yeah kind of expanding on that like 
having that mindset of like, you know, I'm only going to be in college for four years. So like, what's the point of like really getting invested in a church? Like it's still four years of your life that, that you're going to be here. And, yep. you know, in some senses it's a short time, but in other senses it's a very long time and a lot can happen in four years. And so yeah. we need that, uh, that community to, you know, to just be with us and, you know, help us through those hard times, especially if you're out of state and, you know, like it's great being involved in a, a student organization on campus, but you know, a lot of times like they're kind of shallow, not taking shots at anybody, but like yeah. kind of get what I mean. Like they don't really go as deep as, you know, you know, being in covenant in a local church with somebody that, that really just mm. gets down to the nitty gritty and like helps you deal with what you're actually struggling with. Cause a lot of times, like if I'm going to like a Bible study or something like, and it's like, Oh, like does anybody have anything that they're struggling with? Or like prayer requests, some, I just like, you know, pick like the, the least kind of painful yeah. thing or like the yeah. thing I'm not struggling with the most, you know? And so the local church provides a, uh, just an avenue to, to really get down to like what you're really struggling with and, you know, and to encourage people with, with the gospel. Amen. That's great. Well, thank you guys for your time uh, joining us on the High View podcast. You're welcome. And uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Hopefully this has been beneficial to you and to your local church. Go ahead and leave us a rating and review. Five stars, please. Going to help other people find us. Hopefully this will be a helpful resource for you and for others. Uh, go ahead and share it. And we will see you next time. Bye.